1927, there was a science experiment done by a professor to pour some pitch, which is kind of like tar, pour it into a, a container, cut the bottom of the container, and wait to see how long it would take for all that pitch to drip out. It's now in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest science project because when it came to 2014, nearly 100 years later, the ninth pitch, only the ninth drop of pitch had finally come out of this thing. Now that's a long time to wait. You know, we have the expression that, you know, being impatient is kind of like watching water boil. If we want to be even more intense, we'll say being patient is like watching pitch drip. It just takes a really long time. And none of us like to wait that long. But when we enter into patience, when we enter into waiting, we in some ways enter into the story of Christmas. Because Christmas is a story and a huge lesson on patience. See, the prophet said that someone would be born, a Messiah would come and save them all. They would get out of exile. They would get out of their problems. He would restore the kingdom. He would be in charge. Everything would be right. And then the Messiah didn't show up on time. <laughs> One of the prophets said it'd be like 70 years. Didn't happen. So one of the other prophets then like expanded upon that. It's actually, it's more like 70 times seven. Okay, well that's significantly longer. <laughs> and Jesus, the Messiah finally shows up and gives us a lesson in God's patience. It's not as quick as we thought it would be. It wasn't on time. <laughs> but they've already waited so long for this moment. And now he's finally here. And so Christmas is already a lesson on patience, but it's a lesson in some other ways as well. You see, the prophets, prophets thought, or at least only taught, that he would be taking everything on his shoulders, that everything would be in his control. And they did not foresee that Jesus would pull this off while ascending to the throne sending to the right hand of the Father for the next 2,000 years or so. <laughs> and that's only 2,000 years so far. We don't, we don't know how much longer it will be before he returns. And so Christmas was in some ways about the arrival of God's kingdom. And in their minds at the time, it was the arrival of God's kingdom right now. So much so that Herod was so nervous of this baby that was being born that he tried to have him killed right then. And yet, there was a, a little a little surprise tossed in there. Actually, yes, the kingdom of heaven is here right now. Jesus is already in control. But now we're going to wait for the fullness of the end of that prophetic word for a few thousand years or so. That is like watching pitch drip. Christmas is not boiling water, it's watching pitch drip. It's like taking a lake of pitch and then cutting a little hole at the bottom into a cave and waiting to see how long the lake takes to drain.
know, this is a year where entering into patience is, it's been a lesson for all of us, right? I mean, COVID, when, when COVID first hit, I remember talking with the board and it was like, well, you know, I guess we'll take the safety precautions, be closed for probably a month or two. Maybe things will be a little bit more normal then. And here we are, what, nine-ish months later? And still, even with the vaccine right here on the horizon, already in Jackson, we still don't fully know when we'll all have it, when we'll be back to normal, and even what normal will be when it's finally back. And every time we think we are right there on the verge, you know, like restaurants open back up. We're like, ah, things are getting back to normal. Then it falls apart again and we find ourselves back at home, stay home orders, protect ourselves, wear masks. And we constantly are in this back and forth with patience as to when will this be done when will this be over? And as Christians, <laughs> we already live in a narrative of patience and waiting. Because as we enter into the story of Christmas, we're not only like waiting to tell the story of the Messiah who's come, but we're also entering the story of the end of that prophecy where Jesus comes back and makes all things right. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Every year we celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus, and every year we celebrate uh, Jesus dying on a cross in the fact that it saved us and made all things right and saved us from our sins and conquered Satan. And then, at the end of the year, <laughs> it's like we're stuck in a loop, right? We celebrate Christmas all over again because Jesus hasn't come back before the following Christmas. And then the next year we're back to Easter and then we're back to Christmas and then Easter and then Christmas and then Easter. Stuck in a loop of time and a loop of patience, waiting to see when all will finally be made right. When Isaiah's prophecy about this Messiah will come to full fruition. And so whatever it is that you're dealing with today, you know, some of you are dealing with the struggle of where is God in this time? And you've been praying and asking and you haven't found the answers that you're looking for or nothing that's really made you satisfied with that answer. As you enter into that patience, enter into the patience that Christmas calls you to. Some of you are dealing with uh, real struggles of viability right now. You're waiting. When will I finally have the money that I need to survive in this tough time? When will I have the health care that I need to provide for my family? When will my job go up a notch? Or when will I find a job? Or this job isn't working. God, send me to the place where I should be. Whatever it is that you're dealing with and whatever it is you're waiting on for an answer and saying, God, where are you? Well, that's a good time to enter into the patience of Christmas. Because we've all, in many ways, been asking that question. Christmas, again, was a question to those who had already waited much longer than possible, or much longer than they thought they would. 
God, where's your Messiah? And then, as Jesus ascends into heaven and waits longer, the question continues, God, where is the Messiah? There's a song I've liked this year. New worship song. It's on an album called Lament Songs, and it's based on scripture. That's part of the reason I like it. The lyrics are, Jesus, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up and calm these raging seas? And that's kind of the feeling that a lot of people have right now. And that's the good news about Christmas. And that's something that we can take joy in, regardless of answers, regardless of difficulties. Is the fact that even though it takes a long time, even though we're patiently waiting for what seems like forever, even though, even though all of that, Jesus has already come to us on Christmas. And Jesus has already won for us on Easter. No matter how many times we live that loop over and over again, the truth is already established. The prophecies have already found their early answers. And now in the midst of our difficulty, we don't stand just wondering when things are gonna happen. We stand knowing that they already have happened and that the fullness is still on its way. So Merry Christmas to you and may you rest in the patience of Christmas and the loop that is the calendar year, knowing that God does hear you, does care, will win and has in fact already won.